Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Ree right here on What A Ice Radio and you are now tuned in to the biggest, baddest, the livest show on internet radio, the Lauren Ree Live Show. Let's go. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, Hey, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lonely Live, right here on the Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Ho, H to the O-V, I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z, I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here at Water Ice Radio, and it is time for the Lauren Reed Live Show. Yo! Hey, Jay. What's up? It's fall. That weather's beautiful outside. I feel good. I'm not sweating. It was hot this week. <laughs> then I ran, ran, washed it away. I know. I'm, so, I got I'm my, okay I got with a this. hoodie on. I know. I got my denim. Mm. I got my windows up at home. This is like the season hair. where I shine, all right? My Pico bill can come down yeah, now. I mean, the layers. <laughs> All them clothes that you bought, you know what I mean? I'm, it's just wonderful. It's delightful I love hoodie outside. Hoodie, I, cuffing scenes right around the corner, you know what I mean? <laughs> or am I the only one that's there? No, I mean, I've heard about this thing <laughs> called cuffing season. This this notion of cuffing. You know, are women allowed to recruit? Absolutely. Can y'all please? like? Okay, y'all tired of doing yes, the recruiting? Yes. Okay. Can I take a, like a, a leave of absence for this, this cup season? <laughs> you, just, can you, I get drafted? You want to be cuffed. I, I'm trying to get drafted. <laughs> I'm tired of being the GM. You know what I mean? Right, so this is this is recruiting season. This is the, this is the scout season. Scout, scout, scouting yeah. out. So anyone that you was just messing with in the summer, they could possibly appoint your prospects? Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. okay. Come on, ladies. It's our turn. It's, it's, this year is the ladies. I thought y'all run-ish. Ladies, we are drafting this year. Yeah. Get your pens out. Get, get, our, your, get should, your charts. We should, uh, I we know should y'all love vision board. Wait y'all a should minute. have a vision board, but instead of a vision board, it'd be a draft. It's like fantasy football. Exactly. It should be like a fantasy football party, ladies. Yeah, you should Because have. you know we all run into this. We, one and of it, us are talking to the same dude. Right. So then you could, do, you could figure it out. You could it trade. Have, like, pictures and stuff. You could trade stuff. I'm like, yeah, he was okay. I, I get to wear your Jordans, but you get to have him on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like... It's a give and take. This is late. This is a wonderful idea. This is your fantasy draft. I think How we much? just. I think. I think we just started a movement. We did. <laughs> this is what happens. I think we just started. When a we just wing shit. No, we this just love fall. It just brings out the best in people. Oh, this is so um, cute. How was your week? How was your weekend? Week was good. You went um, to Diner and Blanc. I went. To, I, I I attempted to go to dinner and right. Blanc. I was there. 
but oh okay it, it was good it was my fourth year um I just think that you know how sometimes you sit down and you're you know ever like you're somewhere in your in your mind and you're like oh I've outgrown this this yeah. is above oh, me yeah. that's like me at the club or something correct I, I'm mm. I'm I've I'm four years in I feel like a little bit of a vet I, I can't I've graduated from dinner and blah yeah, tell like that to some, my parents they they don't go, they don't go every year until like they're ninety <laughs> I, I get <laughs> they it. Love it and it's not that I don't like the idea right. I, I think the point of it being exclusive now has is done. Mm-hmm. Like they had about six thousand people there. That's a lot. It's mm. a lot of people, which means they're going to open registration to ten, more people next ten. year. And also, they're running out of spots in the city. Mm-hmm. It was on Bowhouse Road this year. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you set up, depend mm-hmm. on how your night went. Like right. if you got a good view, this this night and the third. So I'm I'm just kind of like I'm gonna let someone else have my yeah my registration at this point. Okay. Possibly, allegedly, I may feel differently next year. But mm-hmm. me and my friends were like, we could totally do our own dinner in Blanc how party. You f- how you feel now is how I felt about it before when I first. I know, about it. and I was looking at you like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. But now I totally feel that way. <laughs> I'm like melting in the sun. Yeah. I'm hot. You're I'm dragging this stuff, yeah. and it's not like I have a husband to carry it for <laughs> exactly. me. I'm just like. Yeah, my, my stepmom loves it. Over it, it. <laughs> she just got to make the food, it, and my it, dad has to lug it. I know, is it? It's but. I get the idea. I get the concept. It's a really good idea. People have fun. Mm-hmm. I love how people dress and yeah, everyone's cool. looking like nice and girls are wearing like headdresses and people stuff like custom that. custom made stuff. Custom made stuff. It's beautiful. But th- to get there, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. But other than that, the week was good. How about you? It was cool. Good I saw, out. I had to check off one of my bucket lists. What? Oh, yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Nice. That was amazing show at the Met. Finally went to the Met. It was okay. beautiful. If you haven't been there, definitely check it out. It's a great. Cool. Every seat in there is, is great. It's a good seat. Yeah. I, I did. I went you there. You saw me. I saw Meek there, yeah. and it was a, no, it was a Le- good spot. No, uh, Lenny, it was, he's a legend. Put on a great show. Good show. That was amazing. But I yeah, but we're here now. We are here now, and you guys already know what we do when we come here. We bring all the movers and shakers in the city or the tri-state area. Yeah. So I had to get this person on the show because I heard a lot about their movement and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken about this a lot on the show, tidbits here and there. Um, cancer has affected me personally, not mm-hmm. beca- not me having cancer, but people in my family having sure. cancer, right? My mom is a breast cancer survivor. Actually, it'll be five years this year Shots coming up. Morning. Um, yep. Um, and some other people in my family recently, very close to me, it has affected as mm. well. So um, I was like, "This." I keep hearing cancer who, cancer who, what is what is cancer who? And people were like ringing the bell and stuff like that. And I was like, all right. I called one of my friends. I was like, yo, who's the cancer who guy? Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, let me get you his contact. I was like, all right, cool. So today we have the founder of Cancer Who here in the building. His name is Al Harris, a.k.a. Mr. Cancer Who. Hey, hey Al, how you doing? Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks How's for it going, you. man? How's Thanks going? for coming by. So, man, listen, I appreciate being here. Like, Well, <laughs> listen, you have been on some really hot publications recently. You were like on ABC, on Fox. I saw you with Miss Robin Roberts not too long wow. ago. I just see you on the shade room. Wow. Shade room is big now. Yeah. You on the shade room. <laughs> big. And it didn't say ad behind it either. It was it was legitimate, right? So I was just like, all right, this dude is like this is legit. Now he's now he come to my little old show. You know what I'm gonna say? No, this is major. This thank is major. you. I appreciate that. But for those who don't know, can you just give everyone a little brief synopsis of what Cancer Who and your organization does? Okay, so we're uh 501c3 nonprofit okay. that helps take care of people with cancer. So, 
Uh, we go to like chemo visits, mm-hmm. radiation visits, doctor's visits, and we're like that extended family member okay. to the person, but mm-hmm. to the caretaker as well too. Right. Mm-hmm. So that definitely was like, get into that later. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like that's like basically what it is on a on the surface. Cool. So let's run it back. Um, you actually started out with another company called the Overtime Team, correct? So it was Team Overtime, oh, team overtime. At first, okay. right? And it was that because I was still working mm-hmm. when. Uh, me and my wife wanted to start this. Okay. So it was like more so like, uh, yeah, we had to put in some overtime to do this kind of work, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, let's do team overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened was the name kept getting misconstrued. Mm-hmm. So people were taking their own definitions out of it. And this is like, like, like what were they saying? Like team overtime was like, um, um, I mean, they was just saying all kinds of stuff. Like, really? Yeah. So I was just like, and it wasn't appointed to like cancer, right? Right. Okay. So okay, okay. I like understood. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I can see where they're coming from, but it's okay. still frustrating though, right? Right. right. So this me being frustrated one night, my wife was just like, yeah, um, something got to like, we got to give because right. it has to be something that's self-explanatory and yeah. something that's powerful, right? So just out of frustration, I just said like. I don't know, like what cancer, what like cancer who or something like that, like. Yes. So yeah, right. she just was like, <laughs> well yeah, that's it, like that, right? And then mm-hmm. it started from there. So then it, 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 it develops a conversation when you hear it, like, right? Absolutely, because yeah. like I said, I was just like, what's this cancer who who thing about? Mm-hmm. Immediately, someone wants to talk about it. So what drove you and your wife to come up with this concept to do something this work? Well, we had some family members that was going through cancer, right? Mm-hmm. So. My oldest cousin, one of my older cousins had stage four breast cancer. Okay. Um, one of my younger cousins had brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Wow. And my wife's stepfather had colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it was like all around the same time. Wow. So just me being like, um, I observe it. Um, I'm just looking at the different kinds of support that they all get, right? Mm-hmm. And my uh, older cousin, her chemotherapy appointments would be like lit. It'd be like a whole party, right? Oh, wow. Every okay. Every chemo, right? Wow. And... Um, I'm just looking at that, and I was looking at like my younger cousins. It would be like some days good, some days she'd be by herself, right? Mm-hmm. So then my um wife's stepfather, he would have situations where it'd just be like um my my mother-in-law, him, his daughters, and probably like um my wife or something like that, right? Okay. So I just seen what the support did versus like from my older cousin, mm-hmm. which they told her she only got like six months to live, mm-hmm. versus to like my wife's stepfather who passed away mm-hmm. right so when he passed away it was more so like, like what was different right i mean they got different cancers but like what was different in support to where though like she they gave her six months yeah and she spanked it in six months mm-hmm. wow so it was like calling cancer something yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's cur- like one of the most curable something right like, what was why the difference he, why did he pass right so just looking at that um I'm like, yeah, I just think it was the support. Like, I just think that if it was some more extra support out there, then, you know, maybe some things could have been different. So um, just typing in stuff, like Googling stuff, like, yeah, like, all right. I know it was something to where it would have helped out, like, the caretakers and it would have helped out the person that was going through cancer, right? Mm. I'm for sure it's something like that out there. So I'm typing in all the big names and nothing coming up. So I was telling my wife, like, listen, I can't find nothing like yeah. support groups. Right, yeah, like a support group with somebody that's like with you. Okay. You see what I'm While saying? While you're so, going through that. Why yeah. Going through so yeah. because I'm like, my 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 wife is a caretaker. Mm-hmm. So it affects her differently 
right? And my and my mother in law, it definitely affect her differently. Right. So I'm looking for more so somebody for them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find nobody. So I'm like, why is it not nothing for caretakers, but somebody? But it's like not nobody neither for the person that's going through cancer neither, mm-hmm. or like a like an advocate or something like that. So I couldn't find. So I said, you know something? I'm just going create my own, right? Yeah, and then. We find something, yeah. We find something later. We find something later. So, one would say there's so many different things, uh, always like walks and donations and companies that do things that support cancer, um, people that uh, you know deal with cancer. Why do you think a cancer who is different from just those particular type of organizations, like your Susan Coleman? Or um, I don't like the American Cancer Society. Like, how do you guys stand out from the rest of them? Why would one want to come to Cancer Who versus those those bigger kind of entities? Uh, um, I just feel like not to be like too cliche. We just like a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. So everything with us is like a little bit more relaxed. Um, you really don't have to do a lot of paperwork. Okay. Um, it's not no interview processes or nothing like that. Like literally. Um, we pride ourselves on like family, mm. right? So, like even when, like when you walk into the center, which I know we'll talk about later. When you walk into the center, I want you to get like a family atmosphere. I want you to feel like you're walking in a hospital, walking into like a um, a clinic or something like that. Just cold and yeah, like, yeah. like I don't want you to see like them. Like it's them. definitely a mood when you walk in. Yeah, so, like yeah. you know you feel like you're in a hospital, yeah. or Absolutely. you feel like you like in a clinic or something like right. that. Um, or even like somebody calling you and asking you 55 questions and stuff like that. Right. Um, so just looking at those big organizations mm-hmm. and um, the lane that we was like the lane that, that I wanted to be in, mm-hmm. um, I was just like, yeah, how can we separate ourselves from them? So what can we do mm-hmm. that they don't do too well? Mm-hmm. And how can we like um, basically just run with that? Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking into their organizations like, from top to bottom okay. um and i'm looking i'm just like yeah I, <laughs> i'm like yeah i just see work i don't see no love in this uh, like you see what i'm saying like i don't see difference. yeah i don't see no love i don't see like it's not like um you don't see the ceo right of susan g coleman yeah. in right. the hospital right and if you do it's made of like a spectacle or something like right. that like it's right. a it's, it's a, a thing it's a press conference yeah. <laughs> so i'm like like these like these are like real life people that's going through this every day. Mm. Like, why wouldn't they want to see the CEO of any of these big corporations? Like, where's the love? Mm. So I was like, you know something? I'm just going to show love. That's not like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just show love. So did you start by just going like your patients that come? Did you start by, I mean, is it a, like a, a recruitment or did you go to these different cancer centers and, and find these patients or is it just basically word of mouth of you guys getting yourselves out there? Well, at first, like, my first person I ever sat with, I just literally walked in the oncology unit, right? And I saw somebody by themselves, and I just sat down and just started talking start to talking her. To just started talking to her. And um, I think her chemo appointment was, like, four hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we was in there sitting and talking. You know when you have a good conversation. Time yeah, fly. Like it. Time yeah. fly, right? Yeah. So um, it felt like we was in there for, like, an hour. Um, and then I just was like, well... You mind if I come back next week? She was like, nah, come on. So then um, she beat cancer. And then after she beat cancer, it was more so like it started to be like word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she told a lot of people in her family, you know, and then the word just started to spread. Like, well, this guy came and sat with me and threw out cancer. And this is that and the third. And 
he came to my birthday party and he did this, this, that, and the third. And to me, like I said, I'm just showing love. Like I'm right. not really yeah. looking yeah, for any. Yeah, I'm not looking for nothing. And I'm just like, we just sit down, have fun, talking and stuff like that. So um, it started to spread like throughout, just throughout like the uh, the tri-state or whatever. And then um, it picked up on social media a little bit. Mm. Then we started to like receive like DMs and stuff like that, to where they're like, yeah, my um aunt, cousin, uncle. Um, they got cancer, and um, I was just more so like, all right, I was saying yes, I'll say yes everybody. to everybody, right? Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> even to this day, I just still say yes and figure it out. But um, yeah, just started saying yes to people, and then it just started to spread. Now, wild. are you allowed to bring the party to these cancer facilities? Like when people are getting their chemo administrated, are they like? Oh Lord, here come cancer yeah. again. Like, is it like, <laughs> like, is like, you gotta fill like, out. are you, yeah, are you, like, is are they kind of just like, go ahead, do your thing? No, so what's crazy is, right? Like, um, anybody can walk in a hospital. I never understood it. So, like, anybody can walk in it a hospital. It's a public place. Yeah, like, yeah. it's a public place. So, um, I think now, mm-hmm. um, versus to like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. um, when I was walking in like four or five years ago, they just was like, all right, who that? That's, <laughs> and people used to be like, oh, no. He a friend of the family or something mm-hmm. like that. Now it's more so like, all right, we know who we yeah, know who you are, right? Yeah. So um it's more so like um I think like the hospitals though, they appreciate it because we're like we're like a good right hand to like the social workers. Right. Mm. Like they caseloads be heavy. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like you got a lot of patients that yeah, so, look over. So having that extra like, all right, let me they got this, I'm gonna go handle this. Right, like, yeah. So that. it's like um and we're free service. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like the social workers, like we, we're basically helping the social workers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're helping the hospitals, but we're also helping the family as well. Mm-hmm. So the hospitals look at they like if they see us come through to their hospital, they like all right. Well, we know we got somebody from cancer who in mm-hmm. here. So let's try to like you know either keep them in here, let's try to get yeah. support support families or something mm-hmm. like that, or let's try to um, you know let's like, just try to like welcome them. You know, that's the last thing I think they would want to do is, like, kick it out. Right. right. That's awesome. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, have some more questions for you. We want to talk about your facility, um, Kansas Who Center, and what you guys have in there and different kind of activities you have going on. Like, one in particular that I loved, I saw you guys do a yoga class mm-hmm. nice. for <laughs> cancer patients and their families. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And just also how you deal with um, something as daunting as cancer. I know you see a lot of death as well but you see a lot of success and a lot of people beat it but you see the other side of it too and how you and your wife kind of like balance that out so we'll get into that a little bit more so when we come back we have more with al harris of cancer who it's your girl lauren Ree, right here on water ice radio my boy jay and gentlemen's in the building we will be right back Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Ree right here on What A Ice Radio and you are now tuned in to the biggest, baddest, the livest show on internet radio, the Lauren Ree Live Show. Let's go. We are back, we are back, we are back. It is Lauren Ree Live on Water Ice Radio. Jada Gilman, Lauren Ree. We got a special guest from Cancer Who, Mr. Al Harris. How you doing so far? I'm good, man. I'm good. Cool. Now we left off uh, talking about going into the center, but first we were, uh, Lauren was saying how you must see a lot of, um, it's kind of bittersweet because you go in there to help these these people that have this uh, these diseases, cancer, and, you know, some of them die. I mean, that's just the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of them, obviously, they, they work it, it out and they, and they, and they beat it. Um, how do you find a balance on how do you kind of like poise yourself to understand that not everybody's going to come out with the same situation? 
um i don't i don't know if you ever really find a balance because it's like it's deaf like yeah um it's definite yeah so and it's like um it's like one of the worst ways to go because it's like if it's coming towards that is more so like a suffering ending it's a struggle yeah so um like me personally i remember uh the first person we were supporting that passed away Mm -hmm. it was like um crazy tough for me just Mm -hmm. because it's like like i said we're like an extended cousin right Mm -hmm. so everybody got like the extended cousin in their family Mm -hmm. so whereas though like they're always around so the um first lady that we were supporting that passed away her name was uh miss d right and we were like really really close mm-hmm. so she was an older woman and she had like a big family right but she would tell me some of the stuff that she wouldn't tell her family mm-hmm. right so it was like we were creating like a crazy crazy bond and she would it would be more like when we're in these like um chemos and stuff like that mm-hmm. we're just talking regular yeah like, we literally don't talk about cancer mm-hmm. like at all right so it's more so like she's an older woman so she just dropping game on me sure right and and dropping gems on me and this this that, and the third and you you start to become attached mm-hmm. so coming towards like her passing it was like uh all right well listen these are the things that I want done. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, it's different when you hear somebody start talking like that. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, like, 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 I didn't know this is where we were getting to this. Yeah, like, whole, like yeah. what do you mean these are the things you want done, right? And it's like, I think we were, I, um, we was like four years in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, like, now this is the part where. I didn't like, sign up yeah, for this. Like, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't sign up for this part, right? <laughs> so, um, we're having that happen. It was more so like that probably was like the craziest struggle ever because um this where like i think like the the business side coming at right it's a non-profit but i think that's like where the business aspect coming at mm-hmm. because when miss d passed away um her funeral was beautiful um the same day of her funeral one of the kids that we support had chemo wow so it's like how do we where do we go? Yeah, so it's like we running from a funeral right back to the hospital. So it was like, yeah, I, that's a business side. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I was kind of like, it threw me off. So yeah. I had to like literally, um, I sat down for like a week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I was just about to ask you that. You you said there really isn't a balance, right? So how do you kind of check check and balance yourself, you and your wife? Like, all right, this is a lot. We need a break. Like, do you guys take a break? just to kind of like reset after you go through so many patients or is it just a constant on the go kind of thing? Because I was going to say, people don't know how cancer affects the, the, their, the family members mm-hmm. and also people, the caretakers as well. So you taking on that responsibility for even someone that you don't even know, you have to kind of want to reset at some point, correct? Or- right. Yeah. So the, uh, the best part about my support system, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think everybody has like something good going for them, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it might be finances, sometimes it might be um your resources or something like that. Like 
the best thing I have working for me is my um, support system, right? So my support system is like very, very strong. So the uh, what I can do that um, a lot of people might not be able to do is I can lean on my support system in certain ways to whereas though, like if I need to come home, well, if I need to come and release and talk, okay. I don't necessarily have to talk to my wife, right? Um, because I know sometimes she might not be like she can't handle talking about the kids, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. So I might not be able to release to her, but I can release to like my mom or something like that, okay. right? Um, business side of things I can release to my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like a lot of things I can release to like my mother-in-law mm-hmm. or something like that. But I can, I have different avenues to where though I can like if I'm going through certain things or feeling certain emotions, I got that support team. Mm-hmm. And you know they more so listen than anything, so it's like having like five six therapists. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I don't want to say that it's kind of um, it's relaxing to me to to have somebody to talk to, but mm-hmm. it's good though because I mean I might be in the hospital from six a.m. to like six p.m. or something. Wow, it's a long time. And, yeah, and then I might come home, got three kids. I was about to say yeah. you got a whole family. Yeah, like. Mentally exhausted, emotionally I'm exhausted. Still trying to be a good husband. Right. Um, so it might be like I might come home and it might, it might be like, all right, I want to relax. I want to like, you know. But my wife is like, she's very understanding. Mm-hmm. So she's like, all right, and she picks up on vibes quick. So it's like, all right, today is not the day. Yeah, today's not the day, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So let me. Let me take the three and go upstairs or something. Yeah. Or or it might be time to watch something like that, right? Yeah. But all right. And then like I said, she pick up on vibes so good, so she might not know my she might know my energy and might be like, All right, well did you talk to such and such today? Right, right. Right, yeah, because I know such and such help you out with this. Right. Such and help you out with that. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know this is gonna sound really bad, but I have to ask it. I cause you just said like your your wife can't really like handle talking about the kids, right? Is it is it harder with the kids that are going through like their chemo cancer chemo struggle than it is to be with like the adults is it like a different kind of like energy because I, I i would be i feel like i would be a basket case like i would be <laughs> if i was like a volunteer i would be like i can't i can't with the kids like i would probably cry the whole time you know what i'm trying to say yeah, no, the kids are and i tell everybody this the kids are way easier than the adults like when I tell you way way easier because they don't understand. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They don't really yeah. like get it. Like they think they like everybody goes through a sort of thing. Or, or yeah, like something like that. Or they might think it's like a cold. Right. Like so they don't understand. Like um, I this see. is cancer. Right. Right. Like the the seriousness. Yeah, the seriousness. They just of think it. I'm sick. Exactly. Okay. Now adults is more so like they go through mental issues. Yeah. Right. Because they go through like idle time. Yeah. Kids is really no idle time. It's even like you wake up, you're having fun. I'm going to the hospital. Then when I, once I leave the hospital, I'm either going to be tired or I'm going to be back playing again. Right. Right. So being an ambassador for the kids, it's more so like, um, yeah, we're there for where it's like 50 50 kid, 50 mm-hmm. 50 parent. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the parents, more so, it's like they're watching their kid they're going through get it. chemo put yeah. into them. Right. So that's like the, the mental health part right. of it. And it's like, that's I think most of the parents will be like I wish it was me right. that was going through this more so than my, my kid, kid right so it's like um I might be at Chop or at St. Chris or something and if we there for two hours 
like an hour and a half I'm with the parent Yeah And like half an hour We, we probably like With the kid Or something Or something like that But they more so Look at me as like The kids are like Yeah Ow that's the fun guy gotcha. And the parents looking like Alright You're yeah, my rock Yeah I need to yeah, <laughs> I, That's something I need to tell you so yeah. yeah So I, I know I, The kids are way way easier Trust me What other um, services Does Cancer Who actually provide Other than you guys Just supporting them Through the, the cancer process So talk to everybody A little bit about What they can kind of get When they come to The Cancer Who Center So I would like to say So it's like Our emotional support Right mm-hmm. That's like the Number one thing We're given um, The therapeutic support But I like to say The best thing That we do Is give out resources Right Okay So um, When you f- Like When anyone gets cancer It's not like you know what to do mm-hmm. or you know um what you're literally about to go through for the next nine ten months right mm-hmm. so um with the kids or or uh, i'll give you the kids for an example so one of the parents had to like stop working okay to support her son right and when you stop working you gotta pay you still gotta pay bills right right so a lot of the people don't know that and I'm, I'm like they might know but more so it's about like the comfortability level so when you walk in the hospital you automatically get a social worker yeah. right so the social worker is supposed to give you like resources um and just make sure like you cool outside of the doctor and the nurse they're supposed to just make sure you're okay right mm-hmm. and what happens is a lot of the times is the people when, when they're first when everything's first going on um, it's like I don't really trust nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. So the social worker is more so like trying to smooth their way in. Like, all right, you know, let me help you. I can do this. I can do that. But that's hard. That's all hard to take in. You taking in your, your, your kid. Your, your kid just got cancer. Like, you know, I I, I probably got to quit my job and right. stuff like that. I can't afford it. Yeah, I can't afford it. So I think more so that's where we like come into play. Mm-hmm. So. We're we're that um, ambassador squad that comes in to where it's though. We're coming in on a different level, so we're not going to talk to you like you're a client. Okay, like I said to you, it's all about family. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come in, we putting our arms on you. Listen, we with you through the whole way, right? So you'll have resources like. Um more so that the social workers or something, if like they can't provide the, the the family with something, you may have resources in other areas that could help help the families out. Sometimes. Okay. So sometimes, or we might get our resources from the social worker, but okay. we might get this related to you in a different way. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Like okay. they might tell you in their terms. Okay. Like how doctors talk to you in like a doctor's term. We yeah. might, and we could break it down to you in the lamest terms. Like um. Gotcha. It's an organization called like the Breathing Room. Okay. They gave mm-hmm. out free beds. Wow. Right. And um, the social workers, like a lot of the social workers, didn't have access to the breathing room. Okay. So the breathing room reached out to us because they know we support people with cancer. Right. And said, "All right, well, listen, we got some beds left. Um, maybe some of the people that you guys support can take the beds. They're brand new beds, right?" Okay. So that's stuff that's like resources like that. And also like even with um finances too. Okay. Sometimes we might get it before the social worker. Or like I said, we might just be able to break it down a different aspect of the social worker and then break it down to. Cool. 
So the center, the Cancer Who Center, um, what kind of activities do you guys have? And where is it actually? Yeah. Um, That's a great question. It's in Port Richmond. Um, What's that? 3400 Richmond Street. (laughs) Because... (laughs) You know, it's funny. I say Port Richmond all the time, right? Somebody was like, Kensington? I'm like, no, I'll Port Richmond. There's <laughs> <laughs> a difference. <laughs> right, yeah, it's a difference. But, um, man, 3400 Richmond Street, um, it, it just be going down in the center. Like, the center is like a home city. I know you fun. guys have a, a lot of stuff going on. The yoga class is fun. It looks yeah, really, really fun. We do. Um, wow. So, it's like a lot of stuff. It's like um, yoga. We do something fun once a month called Family Night. Where, okay. um, Is it like game night or something? Yeah, it's like a game night. So... One of the family nights we did family feud, right? Oh wow! My wife like plays Steve Harvey, <laughs> so we had one of the families that we support on this side. We That's had dope. another family on this side. Awesome. We had like a crowd and everything. Yeah. Um, and we just let them go at it with the questions and stuff like that. So it was fun, but that's how most of the like um programs and activities that go on in there they like family fun activities like mm-hmm. we want you to come in there mm-hmm. to not think about cancer to exactly. take your mind off of it yeah and we don't want you to have any of the stresses of like um bringing a babysitter because you can bring your kids right um how many people you invite because you can invite how many people you want and everything is free so it's like all stress-free in there right. we just want to want to enjoy have a good time yeah we just want you to have a good time you and your family cool so you also do ringing the bell um, like a ceremony. Ceremony. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, ringing the bell is normally like when it's your last treatment, correct? Right. You get to you get to ring the bell. Um, so I feel like that's a it's like it could be emotional because that person could have been going through those treatments for months, for months years, and months, yeah. and it's almost like a release type of thing at that point. No, it definitely is, and that was like the first thing that. I put in the center was that bell yeah. because um, we would go to like these last chemos and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um, not they, throwing nobody under the they bus they just like alright you're done yeah, like yeah <laughs> no so the kids don't get to ring a bell oh what yeah that. that's crazy yeah that's Why? crazy yeah like Chop don't have a bell St. Chris don't have a bell right? Chop doesn't have a bell yeah so I'm, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> right so if anybody wants to ring a bell it's kids it's kids <laughs> right and so I was like hot about that yeah. but some of the hospitals, they have bells. Like, the bells be like the size of this mic. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, so I was like, um... Nah, you need Liberty be, Bell. Where's that crack? <laughs> yo, I would be going in there, and I would be like, yo, when we get a center, yo, I swear, I'm going to put, like, the biggest bell up in there. Yeah. Like, and I want them to ring it off the wall like every the, time, Notre right? Dame bells. Yeah, <laughs> because I felt like Cedral. you didn't fort. You fort so much. Like, and, and to some people that don't got nothing to fight for, mm. they fight for that bell. They fight to ring right. the bell, right? And it's so, a lot of money and just emo- yeah, it's yeah. A lot. So it's so much going on, yeah. and then you get to that bell, and it's like ding 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 ding. Yeah, like you want something to ring loud, yeah, right? Yeah. So I was like, um, yeah, like I told my wife, I said, listen, we gonna get a bell, we gonna get like the craziest bell, right? <laughs> now she had to pump my brakes. <laughs> At first, I was trying to get like. A hundred pound bell, it'd be like <laughs> on the ships and stuff. She yeah. like, nah, like you did, you don't. So I was like, all right, she um, <laughs> I uh, scale it back, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when it's you, still a cool bell, though. No, it's, it's a fifty pound bell, okay. so it's still like you the comp- it's a compromise. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's still like the biggest bell in the yeah. city. Like, okay. but it's just not like how it's Liberty I, Bell than y'all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was just more so like um, that. That's the meaning. 
behind this whole entire center right here. Mm-hmm. That bell, that that bell. I want when everybody to walk in the center. I want them to see that bell, like you know, and the names that's around it. So it's like a chalkboard yeah. around it. Yeah. Whoever rung the bell get to sign the chalkboard. That's the goal. Right? Yeah. So and it is like emotional. Like so that's like when we do them kind of like um events where people come to ring the bell. Mm-hmm. Their whole family is there. That's that's like really important to me, because I didn't been in bell ringing ceremonies where it's me and the person, because mm. wow. they family couldn't take off of work, right? Mm. Right? Or because something was going on with the family, and I'm like, this ain't right. So you know, it's like every person that we support, they get to come in, and they get a free party, oh, wow. right? And they family come. It's like a whole turn up because it's like music in there. Um, the food, the the bell, like the Basic lights and all that. And yeah, stuff, yeah, so it's like you gonna come in and turn up with your whole family. That's there. dope. Yeah, that's really like, really cause, that's beautiful. Because it definitely is like I know when my mom run the bell. Um, it was just like us at the at the center. It wasn't like anything like crazy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I've had the pleasure of coming to the Cancer Who Center for something. T- Totally different. It had nothing to do. <laughs> I was doing a, a taping for a show in at the at the center, but the center was the backdrop basically. And I walked and I was like, "Oh, this is colorful and yeah. it's bright <laughs> and it's like polka dots and it's like it's so all about it's, the energy, right? It's the energy is a good, inviting feeling, and I I could see why walking in people would feel relaxed and vibrant, released yeah. and vibrant and so i was like this is this is really dope as soon as i walked in i thought about my mom i was like this would have been dope to have someone have like a party here like you literally just get up after the last treatment and you like they're like oh do you want to ring the bell you ring the bell and it's like all right have a good day yeah. like you know the mental aspect of that though like it's like all right cool that's like it's like all right like you said you get up there like you've done your treatment you go ring the bell then everybody go about their day it's like literally that's, yeah, that's what it's it like, is it's like alright well cool like that's you see what off. I'm saying yeah. at the center I always wanted it to be like we going treat this like a birthday party mm. so we gonna come in I want y'all to dance laugh have a good time mm. and then it's gonna be centered around this person ringing the bell mm. nice. and then we still wanna continue to have a good time and celebrate this person after everything is done so the mental aspect of that was like crazy to me i'll be in hospitals and everybody would clap it'd be like yay then it'd be like all right next patient yeah Yeah. like what's next and i'll be like what like like so y'all don't see this like yeah right (laughs) (laughs) this person just defeated the odds right yeah i get it so we're going to take another quick break out um transitioning we're going to get to know a little bit about you we have a game around here that we like to play it's called Don't the will of death it's not called the will of we, death. Have, we haven't come up with another name <laughs> he, he, he said, wait a second no it's not the will of death oh it's fine you'll be all right but we like to get to know a little bit about our guests when we come back we're going to break bust out the will and then talk a little bit more about what you have coming up next with cancer who and how people could get in touch with and how they can get involved yep all right everybody it's your girl lauren ray right here water ice radio we got al harris in the building cancer who everybody jada gentleman's here the whole water ice crew is here we'll be right back Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed from the Lauren Reed Live Show. And it's your boy Jay the Gentleman, what up? And we're here to talk to you guys about Water Ice Radio. That's right, we got a lot of great shows for you, a little bit of something for everybody. We got music. We got some culture. Yep, and then we got some movers and shakers. And everything in between. Right, so what everyone should do right now is subscribe to Water Ice Radio on all major streaming platforms. You're welcome in advance. Yes, everybody. That's pretty much it. 
Peace. Bye. All right, everybody. We are back. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here. What is radio? We got Al Harris in the building. He is the CEO and founder of Cancer Who. Mr. Cancer Who. Mr. Cancer Who, <laughs> along with his beautiful wife as well. Um, but we're going to play, as Jay calls it, the will of death, everybody. Uh, we got some fun questions on here. And we just got to get to see, to know if our, know our guests a little bit better. See okay. what they like. I do judge people based off of their answers. <laughs> know that. So no pressure. So no pressure. So guest gets to go first. One spin for you. Nice and easy spin. Whatever it lands on, you got to you gotta answer. You got to answer. Mm. Oh, that was such a weak spin, but I'm going to let you slide. Yeah, I'm going right. to let you slide. I'm going to let you slide. You are okay with it? Yeah. Bing. All right, here we go. This should be an easy one for you. Do you like to go to brunch or do you like the club? Or those days are over. You got a three piece, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> days are over. <laughs> Definitely over. Brunch but if you sure. and your wife could go back, because you guys are high school sweethearts, right? Or college? Something like that. <laughs> That's what the article said. Man. I know, don't I start don't. no jokes or no shit. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> You're like, I guess. <laughs> I got like 50 text messages. They was like, y'all was high school sweethearts? Like, this is a long story, but. Um, <laughs> So if y'all could go back, what y'all doing? Y'all brunching or y'all clubbing? Oh, we brunching. Y'all brunching? Mm-hmm. Do you get the brunch now? No. What does that even mean? <laughs> All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Any favorite places to brunch? Um, Yeah. My son got his he got his own restaurant. So we go to my son's restaurant. Really? Mm-hmm. How old is your son? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got his own restaurant. It's on um, 50th in Baltimore. It's, oh, called, it's called Amari's. Amari's. Okay. okay. All right, cool. So you'd like to go to Amari's. All right. Mm-hmm. That was a shameless plug. I like it. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. I'm going to go. I pretty much uh, answered everything on this wheel. Yeah. I can't ask myself anything. You can ask Lauren anything. You get to ask me anything. Oh, I can? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I <changed the> switch. <laughs> go ahead. Um, let me see. I'm going to ask a good hitting question. Too. Okay, go ahead. Wow. Um, <laughs> Can I plead the fifth? Is, nope. Go ahead. No. No. Oh, no, no. Um, Where do you see yourself in the next year? The year? So oh. Jay just recently asked me this question, but yeah. he said five years. Yeah. <laughs> in the next year, I hope married, but. Um, <laughs> in a year? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a shot. It was a shot. <laughs> Dang. Shoot, shoot your shot. You never. I could roll up on a millionaire and he could be like, let's do this. I mean, yeah. You gotta have crazy faith about some things. Okay, but no, really, honestly, damn, y'all all were like, <laughs> "Fuck that, that's not going to happen." Like, damn, I thought y'all was the squad. Like, it's like, damn, like people do get married in nine months. You know, do a they? couple that have they got married in nine months yeah, after a meeting. <laughs> Shit. Uh, can you ask a different question? <laughs> this is so harsh. You horrible people. I'm thinking like career wise. I wasn't thinking like relationship wise. Damn. <laughs> like, what? You Mary? What the? <laughs> Never cat lady. Like what the fuck? Y'all are terrible. Um. I'm the next year. I just want to get a new couch. Like you want to get married? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> There's levels to goals, okay? I guess so, man. God, we are in our 30s, like, you know, like, we're like oh 35. God. I'll be 36 oh. next year. And so we're like 50. Like, whatever. Now I know who not to put on the wedding guest list. My whole squad, whatever. It's like fucking that. horrible. 
Um, I don't even know what the answer anymore. <laughs> that was good enough. You, you, can, you can spin. I'm so deflated at this point. Like, <laughs> I hope, hopefully, just alive. Like, I guess that's the answer to this question. That's a good one. That's a good Whatever. one. Whatever. Nah, Jesus Christ. Right, cool. You want to get married in the year? Cool. That's what's up. It's cool because next year when we're around this time and I'm married, I'm going to be like, remember y'all motherfucking said I wouldn't be married? Remember that. Remember that? Remember that? Year from now. Right. Exactly. Right. No, but really, hopefully, um, <laughs> Lauren Relive will also be a syndicated show mm. across the country, um, popping, doing really, really good things along I with. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I can, oh, yes. I can get behind that. It's going to happen. That's but I'm not supposed to love. No. I, I can't have love, though. Nah. No love. I'm good with that one. <laughs> See how they treat me around here? No love. But I can't work my, I can you know. Nah, nah. Michelle nah, can nah. go to I another can, I can get one. That one. You can get behind that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, Jay, I'm spinning for you. All right, go ahead. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my man over there cracking up. <laughs> it's like what? Wait, I'm just know we all have like the same. Like, like is, that's not for me. <laughs> like, jeez. Oh snap. Uh, 90s R and B or 2000 hip hop. That's a. I don't think you've answered this question. I, don't think I have. Mm. Answer carefully. That's a good one. Ooh. That's like the rock state prop. Um, it's a great year Nas, for both. Nas. I mean, this early, it's like 2000s, right? Like early, like yeah, early 2000s. All right. All right. Um, see, my thing is like 90s R&B is like was as good as it got when it came to R&B. Okay. As a collective. Really? I think so. Like it won't. Ever, so I don't think it'll ever get better than it '90s so R&B. Like, ever. If you look at R&B now to what it was in the '90s. Uh huh. I mean, they don't do the Dawoos. No <laughs> None of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? oh, man, I'll do. Although I do love hip hop as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, even then, I still feel like that was the best time for hip hop. Okay. In my opinion. All right. Mm-hmm. I still think '90s hip hop was, was a little bit better. Than '90s R&B. Oh, okay. So I will say '90s. It's a great answer because I agree with you. It right now, like I have like a Spotify playlist that just like they have like R and B playlists that they create for you basically, mm-hmm. and it's still nothing tops nineties yeah, R. Everyone is a banger. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why they can't get it back. Cause and that's, that's why like what nineties what nineties hip hop you you had. I mean, proofs of pudding. You had like people. You know, obviously, you had your Jay Z's, Biggie's, and Pox. Right. Like that, but then you also had the emergence of Outkast. Mm. And Dr. Dre was still there and Snoop Dogg. I mean, really good. Ah, in- oh, no. <laughs> really good interview you may want to watch is with Dallas Austin. It's on. You told me about that. No, this is different. I just saw this yesterday. It was on. Um, actually, we just posted it. We posted it on Water Ice. Um, how he talked about how um, after Boys and Men's first album, A Coolie High Harmony, yeah. went like haywire. Yeah. Like, he said they were like assholes and like he didn't like because he know he produced that whole yeah, yeah, yeah. album he was like they were totally different to like work with in the studio like they let the success Whoa. like like really go to their head he only produced one song on, on the two. second album yeah. on two which is still a great album yeah. as well but i've never heard anyone talk like negatively about them in accent i was just like really he mm. was like it was, it was crazy I'll, I'll check it out check it out but he also talked about how all the escrow all the royalties and stuff were in escrow mm-hmm. but all during this time when everyone was making all of this money mm-hmm. so like 
he wasn't seeing any of the payback from any of all these wonderful songs that he created with all of these big artists in the 90s. Like his mom still worked like at like a fast food so joint. did he ever end up getting that money back? Yes, eventually, years. He gotcha. ended up getting the money. But the way that he started to make money was doing remixes right. of songs because right. they it was in the contract that they could still do that. Right. And that's what was generating the money. Really good interview. Mm. Never knew that. Yeah. I was like, okay. He's talented. He is very talented. And still, still making money. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, last time. Last time. One more spin. Oh, I get the okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. You just had that one. All right. Yeah. So when you go out. No, you know what? I'm doing this one because you're from Philly. Which quarterback would you prefer oh for the God. Eagles? <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you? Can I get another? No. no. I see. Question. I see. You asked Lauren. Wins or Foles? Which would you <laughs> rather? Ooh. Foles now with the Jaguars. You about yeah. to get me in so much trouble. I don't care. I would love to hear your answer. Do you see how y'all just abused me on my <laughs> question? <laughs> Neither. Really? really? Yeah. Who Are you, you not want? an Eagles fan? Let's I'm start. Th- not an Eagles fan. Okay, that's uh, okay. why. Okay. Who is your team? I have to say. It? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already know what it is. Yes, you do. I'm a Cowboys fan. Ugh. Interview <laughs> over. Jay is from Jay is from Dallas. Jay is from Texas. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Can I tell you why though? A lot of Dallas fans I don't, don't care. ever. Have, okay. <laughs> I do. Oh, no. Okay. You can tell me. Go ahead. So around that time when I was that age, oh, yeah. that's who who was winning. Yeah. So of course. Oh, so you're, you jump on the bandwagon. I jumped on that bandwagon, <laughs> yeah. right? But I stayed on the bandwagon. Okay, I so kept you the stayed, same energy. I got you. I, I got you. Energy. I appreciate yeah. that. So I when appreciate we was losing, that. I still yeah, was like, oh, right. Yeah. I kept that same energy. All right, so keep that same energy this other season. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, what do I get? What do I get? What do I get? Nope, Jay just answered that. I've answered that 100 times. Kobe or LeBron? Mm. Okay. It was Mamba Day yesterday. It was? His birthday? Mm-hmm. August 24th, 8. His number is 8. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Answer carefully. That's hard for me. For me, at least it's hard. But I'm going to have to I've go. I've answered this question before. You have? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with LeBron. Okay. Because I like LeBron off the court. Okay. I'm a woman. I'm still thinking about the scandal. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, that was Absolutely. Whoa. That but, like 15 years but that's I'm just y'all see? Y'all y'all, y'all y'all should get over it by now. No, I'm not over it. Boy was drawing. But, but that I like, was like that's like an open ended answer and question. I mean, is it like Kobe or LeBron on the court or Kobe or LeBron off the court? But that's what I'm saying. Like I would I would pick I would pick LeBron off the court because I like everything that he does outside of him being an NBA player. Yeah. Like, I like his family dynamic. I like, you know, the movement with the school. Mm-hmm. I like him, like, getting into uh, film and all that stuff I like, like that. putting his boys I, on. I lo- right. That's exactly. one of the best yeah. things. Like, he made all of his friends go to college, get their degrees so they could be a part of the movement. So now they're running the empire. Pretty like, I, I, I love that dynamic, that dynamic of LeBron. Um, if I was to say player-wise... I know y'all are looking for me to say Kobe. I don't know. I, I'll take Kobe. You'll take Kobe? I'll take Kobe in a heartbeat. Yeah. Really? Kill, killer instinct. Exactly. I was, I was going to say what? Silent assassin kind of thing? Yeah. I'd rather ride with somebody that's going to go down swinging than somebody that's not. 
And yeah, and that's that's kind of like the like for me that's like the knock that I have with LeBron. I just wish that he had more of that just grittiness, just like that fire in the fourth quarter, like to just like Kobe will just keep going at you, going at you. He'll keep hitting you, hitting you, hitting you. Hitting you. Are you done? All right, cool. And keep hitting you, like yeah, like yeah. You know I mean, and he's just very competitive. I feel like LeBron like grew into that, but okay. I think Kobe had it since like oh yeah, since like. Day one, like now, if I'm playing with one of these players, I'd rather play with, play with LeBron, LeBron because yeah. I'm gonna get the ball a couple times a game. And he's a team player. I'm gonna get the rock. I'm gonna get right. the. But we trying to win something. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, Jay. This is Last your one. spin. And might have to fix the wheel. I know. It's like the dead wheel. Oh, Friday or Friday afternoon? Oh, I already said this on Friday. Friday, original. your original OG. is the favorite one. The original. The, 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 wait, the Friday of the next, that was the third one. That was the third one. Nah. Next Friday is the. Next Friday was close. It was close. All right, it's a new question on this, Will, though, I want you to answer. Living single or girlfriend? Living single. Mm. Really? Living single. Why? Maxine Shaw. Okay. <laughs> she was an amazing character. She was a great character. She was amazing. And there's like Flavor Magazine. Like they had like hip hop. Like they had. That's like, a, that's you don't feel like girlfriends changed the game, though? Uh, I you know what I don't know why I don't give it to girlfriends because they didn't get a proper finale. Oh, the ending sucked. Well, because it was around that the strike. The yeah, strike. it so was like a lot of shows just kind of just ended. Yeah, and they didn't get no. They, and they still and they still haven't gotten no. Like, they owe us a they owe yeah. us a better ending on girlfriends. Like, like, we were riding see, all those years. Was ahead of its time. Like it was like it was if it wasn't for living single, girlfriends wouldn't exist. That's true. Probably so. And Probably like so. living single was like around the time as friends. That came out before Friends. Like, so it set the table for a lot of shows. But here's my question. Like, were you guys comfortable watching? I felt like only girls were ca- talking about girlfriends. Like, were men, like, comfortable watching no, girlfriends? No, I was, I was so comfortable watching. Yeah, like, a good show is a good show. Yeah, but, like, living single, um, I like living, living single because of the humor. Yeah. And because, like, um... Like the friendships that, and stuff the, the like that. The, 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 yeah, the like, were but Yo, girlfriends the, were more about like relationships. It was, stuff like it was. That. Like, and I mean, I'm a male, so I felt like it was more attractiveness to watch girlfriends, watching girlfriends <laughs> than watching. Like yeah. it was like, like I don't, I don't want to say too much to get me in trouble, but like most of the males were attracted to like regime. Right. Okay, that's pretty. But like then the, on girlfriends, you got like you had the whole <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like three or four. Of but them. I will say, Living Single had the better um, appearances. Like the people yeah. coming onto the show. Like, oh yeah, for sure. I remember Grant Hill was on the episode. Yeah. He dated Khadijah. Yeah. Um, it was just <laughs> Heavy D. It was a tons of great people. I like, Living I just, Single. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I like I used to watch it with my aunt a lot because she would watch the reruns. Okay. And I, and I, so I watched it when I was older. And I was like, so you oh, were able show, to appreciate it. Like, this show holds up so well. Like, yeah. It's amazing. My wife, oh, goes, she going to kill Overton me. and Sinclair were my, like, <laughs> yeah. they were the best to me. Yeah. My wife, good. that's her favorite show, Living Sinclair. Yeah. It was great. It was yeah. a great show. Great show. And a great theme song. All right, everybody. That is it for The Will of Death. You survived. The, the, the will is dying, but we're going <laughs> we're gonna to figure it out. All right, when we come oh, back. Oh, that first question was amazing. <laughs> the first answer was you me. still on that yes. huh you ain't over Colby Bryant <laughs> I can get over this one uh, it's alright I'm gonna show y'all I'm gonna show, I'm speaking, what's the last thing I I'm do? speaking things into existence as you should Linnea why are you still laughing <laughs> <laughs> I know she's supposed to be like, like, you're, 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 like she's like my right hand and yeah, she's I mean. dying back there we have to have a conversation after this anyway 
We'll be right back on the Lauren Reed Live show. Y'all are assholes. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What a Ice Radio. And you are now tuned in to the biggest, baddest, the livest show on internet radio, the Lauren Reed Live show. Let's go. And we are back, everyone. It's your girl, Lauren Reed. And I have now fired everyone. It's just me by myself. <laughs> Impossible. Now, see, this is, what, this is what Al brings to the table. He brings laughter, joy, <laughs> happiness to people's lives. Without he didn't even, even know this was going to happen, right? <laughs> even trying. We told him in the beginning, don't be nervous. Yes. We knew something like this would happen. It was going to happen. But we are with Al Harris from Cancer Who? Yes, we are. And um, this is the time, the saddest time of the show. This is the Lauren Reed Live wrap-up. We want to, again, thank you, Al, for coming out to the show. I just applaud what you Absolutely. and your, you know, your family are doing. We need more people out here like you. I mean, because it doesn't feel like it's not for press. It's not for any um, notoriety. It's just genuine. Like it's genuine love for the people who are really struggling through something. And we didn't get to talk about it, but not just for the patient, but for the families, mm-hmm. the, the caretakers. It's a lot of stress. The weighs on them as well. Yeah. I was a basket case when my mom was going through breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone in the family is different. So, you know, my sister's really strong. My brother is kind of like how do we get through this holistically then like my baby brother is just there and i'm the one who's crying all the time you know what i'm trying to Mm -hmm. say and for the have if if there was a group like you know maybe cancer who around at during that time well alleviate a lot a lot of that stress for someone that on the days where we had to go to work and Mm -hmm. my mom would have to possibly go to treatment by herself Mm -hmm. that someone else would be able to be there with her you know we would be calling her on the phone like you okay but other people's lives still go on mm-hmm. while this stuff mm-hmm. is kind of going on. So I just commend you for, you know, being there for people and their families. But how do people actually become involved in Cancer yeah. Who? Like if they want to be a volunteer, volunteer. How they get in touch. And how do patients get in touch with you guys? Um, well, we do have a website. It's okay. cancerwhocares.org. Okay. Um, you can go on there, um, fill out the application and become an ambassador. Mm-hmm. You also can fill out the... Um, it's like, I don't even want to call the application like a survey okay. to become supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just basically just like want to know your name, mm-hmm. contact information. <laughs> How do allergic. we get to you? Yeah, we, you're allergic to flowers. Like, okay. Yeah, because we bring in flowers. Right. Okay. So, um, just stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, um, you can go on a social media. It's like Cancer Who... All across all the platforms and stuff like that. Oh, uh, do y'all take like donations? I was just about to ask that if you want to donate to the organization, yeah. like for sure. Okay, right? okay. <laughs> so, um, that's like the number one thing that is needed mm-hmm. is okay. uh, funding and donations, and you can also go to the website for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, that PayPal button is right at the top. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I don't want nobody <laughs> to be scared of that. Okay. Say it right under the logo. Yeah. PayPal, and, and that's how. That's like. So the funding, that's what really keeps um, all the programs inside the center free. Okay. So whatever funding we get mm-hmm. from the sales of the t-shirts, mm-hmm. um, from anybody like donors, sponsors. It's all going back into yeah, the Yeah, it all go back into the center so okay. we can make the program. So t-shirts are on there too. All the all of that yeah, goes all into that. The, nice. So we love that. So um, anything coming up for Cancer Who? Any activities or like what are those special yoga nights. classes yeah. and special nights on that people can come out to? Um. Well, the schedule is up on the website. Okay. okay. So you'll be able to go to the website and see like um what's next, what's coming up. So um ah gosh. This this week is it's a program called Survivor Circle. Okay. And what that is it's like a support group. Okay. But it's for caretakers mm-hmm. and 
for people that's fighting mm. and survivors. And um, I encourage a lot of people to come out to that. Just because, like, especially caretakers, right? Mm-hmm. Because as a caretaker, like Norm was saying, um, everybody take it different. So she might take it one way, and like, like she was saying, her brothers, your brothers take it another yeah. way. But who do you outlet that to? You see yeah. what I'm saying? And it's more so who do you outlet that to that understand what you're going through? Like, a lot of times when you don't want to talk to somebody, mm-hmm. you don't want to talk to them because. You feel like they don't understand what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So it's more easier to talk to somebody that's on the same wavelength as you. Absolutely. So that's what Survivor Circle creates for like the caregivers. Mm-hmm. Um, they come in there, they talk, they go through their emotions, um, vent, cry, they do everything. Um, I think that's coming up, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this Tuesday. Don't quote me. So I would say <laughs> go, go to the Go website. to the calendar. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, we also have a um, online um, program we call we got called Let's Talk About It, okay. and that's for more so for the people that we support outside of Philly. So we also cool. support people in Cali, okay, Vegas, that's awesome, um, Texas, mm-hmm. um, Florida, and we hop on this webinar every Wednesday night, seven p.m., and we just talk. So it's called Let's Talk About It. Okay, and all of our program, all of our program managers. They're either caretakers or they're survivors. Nice. So the woman that hosts, uh, let's talk about it. She's a survivor. Okay. Um, she hosts that program and she does a very good job. Her name is Lisa Padilla. She uh, she was one of the people that we had to push. You know, she mm-hmm. wasn't she wasn't talkative. She wasn't like one of them people that's be like. All but right. now she's like. She, yeah. Now she, she didn't grow whole into, webinar. Exactly. So she <laughs> grew into that role. Right. right. Um. And that's another thing we like to do too. Like, we want you to blossom and right. be yourself. That's so, cool. uh, yeah, we got that coming up. Um, like I said, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And then we have um, our Healing Through Movement, um, which you was talking about, like with the yoga the and yoga. stuff. The yoga. That's dope. So, every Saturday, um, every Saturday of the month, we do some kind of like movement. So, it might be yoga. Okay. It might be like a hip hop dance class. That's, That's cool. cool. Um, and the best thing about it is, it's two classes. So, it's always a class for adults and there's a um, oh, class for kids. kids. That's right. cool. And it's always catered to, um, like, the yoga was catered to people that got cancer. Okay. So, it ain't. Um, it ain't even like beginner yoga. Okay. So. So it's you're doing movements and stuff that could possibly help with the healing in there. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, That's so dope. Every, every, it's like catered towards them. Um, all, all the classes are like more so like that. Cool. But, um, like I said, it's this. Y'all have a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, that's amazing. It's, it's everyone has some. It's it's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, no, really really sure. good. For cool. sure. Yeah. No, so again, thank you for coming out. Um, everyone, make sure you guys check out Cancer Who across all social media um, outlets. Also, shout out to the whole Water Ice family here. We got a lot of good stuff coming up, so make sure you guys are going to waterice.com. We are your scoop to Philly. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter so you know what's going on in the city. Who else? Oh, the Water Ice Radio family. Shout out to the Uncensored Podcast. Make sure you check them out every Wednesday, 6 o'clock on all um, streaming platforms. So that is YouTube. That is Ty- Ooh, nope. Spotify. Spotify. That is Google Play, Google Play Apple, Apple Music. Tune in. tune in. It's all there. Yep. Anything else, Jay? Uh, I think I don't and know. yeah, I think that's it. We got that's some it. stuff coming up, so just 
Hold tight. It's a lot of a lot of stuff coming up. We got yep. good stuff. Just make sure you guys are on waterice.com. Subscribe and make sure you sign up for see what events we got coming up next. Yep. All right, everybody. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here at Water Ice Radio. You already know what it is and how we end every show. Not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes, sometimes they, they wear, wear headphones. headphones. Peace. Peace. I'm gonna be married, y'all, next year. <laughs>